from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. The ones that look like Santa Claus, Christmas trees and bells and stars. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Now Christmas cookies are a special treat. The more Grandma bakes, the more I eat. Sometimes I just can't get myself to stop. Sometimes you wait till you're asleep. It takes long to get to eat. And put some sprinkly things on top. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. The ones that look like Santa Claus, Christmas trees and bells and stars. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Now them sprinkly things just make things worse, because they make them taste better than they did at first, and they're absolutely impossible to resist. Oh, I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar. Mm-mm. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Grandma's mad when they're all gone before she did the ice and put on. Yeah, but I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Jared, how about handing Grandpa one of those big old Christmas tree cookies? Uh-uh, Grandpa, that's mine. Well, Isaac... That Santa Claus cookie with all them sprinkly things on top. Uh-uh, Grandpa, that's mine. Oh, Kathy, honey. Curly, just leave those kids and those cookies alone. Now there's a benefit to all of this that you kids might have overlooked or missed. So let old Gramps tell you just what he's thinking of. You see, every time Grandma puts another batch in the oven, there's 15 minutes for some kissing and a hugging. And that's why I eat Christmas cookies all year long. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. The ones that look like Santa Claus, Christmas trees and bells and stars. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Yeah, I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe. Well, that is Mr. Curly Musgrave, and the song is Christmas Cookies. Welcome back to the Campfire Cafe from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico is Miss Jingle Bells herself, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Yes, I'm here broadcasting from Jingle Bell Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, how is your weather out there? 
Oh, it's lovely. We have, um, you know, overnight we're low, we're under, sometimes under freezing, 20s, you know, low 30s. Um, daytime, we're in the 40s, 50s, blue sky, you know, just um, lovely right now. Beautiful time of year. Well, send some of that back this way to Nashville because we have unusual weather for December. It is in the 60s and almost 70 degrees and rain, rain, rain. And, oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah, we're supposed to have about five inches of rain by the time we get finished tomorrow or Saturday. And oh, uh, we have goodness. family in. Mary Kay's uh, one of her sons and, and daughter-in-law and grandson has come to visit us. And one of the daughters is back from school. We're happy to have Addie back. But they had like eight inches of snow when they left Utah, and today <laughs> it's just pouring down. So they wanted to see a lot of things in Nashville, and, uh, and yeah. I suggested today that they go to the Opryland Hotel and just enjoy everything that, that Opryland mm-hmm. has to offer. So that way they can stay mm-hmm. in and stay dry. But uh, yeah. one of the yeah. things I think they plan on going to see is ice. And uh, I listened to a little bit about ice. That is a beautiful exhibit they have, but it's 19 degrees inside for ice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I think they had 150 craftsmen from China that came over to work on that for the last three months and used over 800,000 pounds of ice. Wow. Sculptors. Wow, where so is that on display? That's at uh, Opryland. Oh, it's Hotel. at Opryland. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've a lot of things going on in Nashville to celebrate cool. the holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but uh, we have a lot of fun to celebrate the holidays today. We are going to have an absolutely fantastic show. Tell everybody who our first guest is today. Our first guests are today. <laughs> Our first guests are returning favorites. Uh, We haven't chatted with them in a little while. We have Victoria and Barry Ward with us on Campfire Cafe. And who do we have in the second hour? Well, in the second hour, Mr. Robert Eversole is going to be joining us. And so we're going to be talking about uh, a little uh, Christmas stories and tales and and, uh, the way that he and his wife celebrate Christmas, perhaps. And, you know, Robert used to have some good recipes. Maybe he's got a Christmas recipe for us. But, uh, uh, and we may talk to Victoria about her prune mm-hmm. stories as prune well. Pie. So, mm-hmm. Prune pie. Prune <laughs> pie and other moving tales. So that's, that's our moving stories. So anyway, we're going to have a great show today, and we're looking forward to talking with Barry and Victoria in just a moment. But right now, let's take a listen to a terrific song from Barry's album, home for Christmas. It's called Do You Hear What I Hear? And when we come back, we'll be talking with Barry and Victoria Ward today on the Campfire Cafe. Said the night wind to the little land Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little land Do you see what I see? A star, a star, dancing in the night With a tail as big as a kite With a tail as big as a kite 
little lamb to the shepherd boy. Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy. Do you hear what I hear? Oh, a song, a song, high above the trees, with a voice as big as the sea. With a voice as big as the sea Said the shepherd boy to the mighty king Do you know what I know? In your palace warm mighty king Do you know what I know? Oh a child, a child Shivers in the cold Let us bring him silver and gold Let us bring him silver and gold Said the king to the people everywhere Listen to what I say Pray for peace people everywhere to what I say Oh, a child, a child Sleeping in the night He will bring us goodness and life He will bring us goodness and life Said the shepherd boy to the mighty king Welcome back to Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. If you're just joining us, that was Do You Hear What I Hear, performed by today's special guest, Barry Ward, from his new album, Home for Christmas. Multi-award winning singer-songwriter Barry Ward has performed in all of the lower 48 states plus Alaska and three foreign countries, including on stage at Carnegie Hall in New York City. His music focuses on what this country means to those who love it, and his songs reflect the honesty of storytelling into images that create personal emotions. Today, just in time for the Christmas season, we're sharing music from his latest album, Home for Christmas. And what a treat we have. <laughs> because Barry's wife, Victoria, will be joining us as well. And um, these two, you know, they really are together. When you say Barry, you really also mean Victoria. And when you say Victoria, you just know that Barry is right there in the same frame. And she's also the author, and we'll talk with her about her Prune Pie series of wonderful books. Known as Bear to his friends, please welcome back to Campfire Cafe, a man whose life and music honors God, his country, and his family. Please welcome Victoria and Barry Ward. Welcome, you two. Hey, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm great. Delighted to have you. Well, thank you. Hey, how are you doing? And thank you, Bobby. Good to have you with us. Good to have you with us. So I've got to ask, you know, we're in the Christmas season. We're going to talk a lot about maybe some Christmas memories and some favorite Christmas activities that you have had and and maybe favorite Christmas memories with your children. But what's been going on during this COVID thing that we've just come out of? We were talking a little bit about that before the show started. 
What have you guys been doing with COVID for the last couple of years? What's well, been pretty interesting, Gary, we and Bobby Bell, we we lost all of our bookings when this all happened two years ago and spent about a couple months with a friend of ours in Winfield, Kansas, and didn't pick a guitar up for a couple months. And all of a sudden we realized we needed to keep doing what we're doing. And, you know, things have kind of really been lifted and we're, we're crazy busy and we're just blessed to be that way. Uh, we're just uh, sure enjoying being back out on the road and being able to do things that God asked us to do. Yeah. Well, did you do any writing while you were kind of laid off for a little bit or just kind of take it easy? Well, you know, Gary, I, I, several people have asked me that and I, I've written about three songs is all uh, just a uh, time. It was a weird time. I just have never felt that way in this, in the music world. It was just kind of a, a different feel. So uh, but in the process of writing some more songs and we're going to be doing another album, got four or five of them done now. So we're, we're getting back in the groove. Well, great, great. Well, now I noticed Victoria and, and I have uh, a, a couple of those books, prune pie and other moving stories. And then mm-hmm. prune pie and other moving stories, a second helping and then I just right. noticed that the third one is prune pie and other moving stories and drive through only. So right. did you do any writing while you were? <laughs> you I know, love the, I love the, the drive, title. Thank you. The drive through only is what I compiled during that same time because uh, you okay. did have more time on your hand, and it was kind of interesting because it truly is prune pie was a practical joke that I played on my father-in-law, Leonard, in our little town of 290 people in southwest Kansas. There were town fathers, you would call, you know, guys who've just been around forever. And so on their birthday, the town fathers then would buy pie and coffee at the little cafe for the whole town. So, um yeah, you know, but only 290 <laughs> people, so. <laughs> yeah, you could afford so, you know, that, yeah. You could afford yeah. that, you know, eight pies, you pretty well can. So, anyway, <laughs> on this, I don't really remember what exact birthday it was of Leonard's, but I knew that that's what he was going to do, as that's the tradition. So, Sarah was the lady who owned our cafe, and, you know, they opened at 6 o'clock a.m., whatever, and I knew Leonard would go in and place his order for his birthday. And so I went right in after Leonard, and I said, Sarah, this time I want you to make prune pies, only prune <laughs> pies to be served in honor of Leonard. And so when he you know, came back the next day for his birthday and expecting, you know, cherry, apple, whatever, there was all these prune pies. And, of course, all these buddies are just, giving him heck, like, what? What is going on, Leonard? Why Why did you order prune pies? And he, he's like, I didn't, I didn't, you know. And he finally figured out, because I had decorated everything with black balloons and grim, grim Reaper, and he figured out that he had, he had been had. And so, um, anyway. uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so that's, well, that's it, you know. Yeah, not only are the books fun, the stories are interesting and fun, but the covers are pretty special mm-hmm. too. Because yeah, they are. Yeah, they you, are. You could just that. you could just be a model for anything, I think. But, 
those are actual places yeah, yeah. that were in Colorado Springs. Uh, oh, wow. That little dime. Wow. Yeah, that first one is a Valentine Diner. They came out of Nebraska, I'm going to say in the 50s. And, uh, right. you know, you could, yeah. And so that was uh, in downtown Colorado Springs. The other one is up also uh, Gunther Tootie, I think how you say it, uh, and Powers Boulevard in Colorado Springs. And the other one is actually a shipping place that has a drive through. I use them forever. And I just asked them if we could please do a photo shoot after hours because I needed a drive through And I'd like wow. to tour it. And so, wow, wow. yeah, it was, it was all fun. Wow. Well, they're, they're fun books, and, uh, and maybe we'll get to some stories from those books as we go along as well. But, uh, Barry, the music from this is is just terrific. Uh, well, most of you, these are cover songs. You're very welcome. And um, I'm going to get to one right now. It's called Old Little Town of Bethlehem. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Barry and Victoria on the Campfire Cafe. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see the light. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep The silent stars go by Yet in the dark street shineth The everlasting light The hopes and fears of all the years Are met in traditional holiday song A Little Town of Bethlehem that's Barry Ward, our featured guest along with his wife Victoria today and it's from his new album um, Home for Christmas and um, Barry, I don't know about you, but those are two of my very favorite words Home and Christmas 
And when they're in the same sentence, there's something magical that touches my heart. How did you choose um, to title this album Home for Christmas? I think COVID had something to do with that, the two-year period we went through. We, we realized just how special family really is, and we seem to be fragmented in today's world. We're, we're all running here and running there. It's hard to get together, but these songs will take you home would take me home anyway to a wonderful time when I was being raised on a farm in Kansas. Uh, It just, we just thought there would be a great title. And Victoria, she's so good at coming up with some of those things. And we did. It's just, we felt like it was home. And Mm -hmm. so we're like you. Home and Christmas is family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people have been asking me for another, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, people had been asking for a traditional Christmas type thing, basically kind of me and the guitar, which some of these on the album are that, uh, but some of them are a little more produced, but that was kind of how it was birthed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The simplicity. Cause your other album, Christmas on the ranch, uh, yeah. Christmas on the ranch is also a wonderful holiday um another one of our favorites that we play here all the time at home so it's very fun to have um a second album and the choice of these very classic songs you have some wonderful musicians with you and you do have um at least one do you have more than one um female singer that does some harmony with you you want to talk a little bit about who's with you on this album uh, that yeah, that was uh, Cindy Green. Cindy was a Nashville uh, session singer and uh, toured with Tammy Wynette for several years. And she lives in Colorado Springs now. And my engineer is friends with her, so he said, "Let's get Cindy in here." And ah. she did all the, the all the female harmonies on the album. Just a, yeah, just a sweetheart really of a lady. Yeah, it's really lovely. I know that um, Gary probably has some questions. We I know that we want to delve a little bit into your. Christmas, some favorite things. Gary, do you have a question to get us off on that track? Well, yeah, because I'm I'm very curious right. to find out. Uh, <laughs> first of all, let me ask because, you know, I know you guys have been married for a year or two, but how long have you actually been married? We just celebrated 40 years. Wow. Well, wow. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Victoria? Victoria, have you put up with him for 40 years? No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, you know, I tell people it just seems like it's been 15 minutes underwater, but it's not been bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, my question tied in with that is, do you remember your very first Christmas together? Oh, wow. We were at the farm because we took our we got married in October. Mm-hmm. We took our honeymoon okay. in Red River, New Mexico. You know, and we okay. we came back and literally just kind of jumped right into farm work because we had harvest and we had cattle, and uh, we were living at his grandmother's house. Of course, Grandma was, had already passed, but we were living in town and his grandmother's house. So that would have been our first Christmas together. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Barry, I know you remember your first Christmas gift for Victoria. <laughs> Boy, Gary, you're putting some pressure on now. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Do you remember your last Christmas gift? Let me let me make it easy. Do you remember your last Christmas gift? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you know what Bear and I started doing, and and um, gosh, we kind of just started learning that it's not about gifts and trees and yeah. yeah. Uh, we some people may or may not know, and I can't even remember what exact year it would have been. But our firstborn is BJ for Barry Jr. And when BJ okay. was 18 months old, he uh, contacted spinal meningitis. And we oh, wow. truly, yeah, there's a whole story there behind that. And it is in one of the books. I kept a journal during that time. Um, so he was hospitalized for 13 days and, I mean, had 106 temperature, uh, seizures, everything. Long story short, that taught us that it is truly, uh, you know, first of all, about the Lord and then those that matter the most to us on this earth. And so we kind of started then doing what we call destination Christmas, to where we would choose a place to go to take the family. Okay. Maybe it was skiing, or if the kids were all busy as they got older, then maybe Bear and I would just go uh, to Texas, or one time some cousins flew us into St. Croix, and we had this, you know, kind of Caribbean Christmas uh, adventure that oh, wow. time. Last year we went to Vermont and had a log cabin out in the woods. And so, you know, it, we, we're just learning that time is what we try to give each other. Well, I think that's great. I think that is oh, great. And, you. you know, Mary Kay and I have been talking about Christmas gifts this year and, and – uh, I do remember our first Christmas that I said, okay, what do you want? And so she wanted a belt buckle. And so she had all these belt buckles picked out on eBay and I had to, I had to finally pick out one and then do my bidding on there. And so, you know, I had to, I had to win it. So I bid more than I should have, but I got her a belt buckle. But this year it was like, you know, there's not anything really that I want that I don't have. And mm-hmm. and I said the most important thing is is that I have you, and so I said I really don't care, and uh, mm-hmm. and she said you know I feel the same way, and um, yeah, Perfect. and so all of the children will be gone from the house this year, so she said let's just do something special together, and so that's what we'll end up doing. That's Fantastic. what we'll end up doing. Yeah, that's great. So there is another song. Mary, that I want to get to, and this is called Mary, Did You Know? And uh, most often you hear women that are performing this song. I don't know why that is, but how did you select Mary, Did You Know? How did you select that for this album? Victoria and I have always loved that song and uh, Mark Lowry's song, and we just have always loved the, the, uh, the message in the song. It's, it's so powerful. And we decided to, to give it a shot in the studio, and it was basically me and the guitar in the booth. And then we brought in a guy by the name of Louis Mock from Springs to do some Spanish guitar. Our, my engineer said, you know, this this needs a little bit of a Spanish guitar. And I didn't really hear that, but once he played it, I thought I really wow. liked it. And yeah. so I think it was just the fact that we've always loved the song, and uh, I really never thought I could do that song, but... You know, it just—I uh, just had a great time recording it. It was—it was fun. 
Well, you did it, and you did a great version of it. And let's take a listen to Barry Did You Know and come Thank back you. and talk with Bear and Victoria again on the Campfire Cafe. Mary, did you know that your baby boy someday walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you Your baby boy gives sight to a blind man. Mary, did you know that your baby boy can calm a storm with his hands? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kissed your little baby, you kissed face of God. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? Oh, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of song again that is great thank you gary thank you so much great 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 version great version thank you well let's talk about children so do you remember uh uh, a special christmas for the kids victoria i'll let you address that do you have a special christmas for the kids (laughs) wow i i really don't have it well you know we would go to like after Christmas, I guess, the very next day on the 26th, we would go for 15 years we did this. We went out to Horn Creek, Colorado, and there was a, a family camp. And so we would stay in this little log cabin and have meals with other families. And 
Corset kids would ski, ice skate, um, what do you call that? Uh, tubing. tubing, yeah. Um, right. That was, yeah, just beautiful, special memories. And like I said, we did that for 15 years. Every So that really um, became our Christmas tradition, I guess I should say. And again, okay. the gifts. The, yeah, the gifts were minimized because then we were paying for this. And uh, so I just remember that cabin and hanging up wet snowsuits and mittens and all that. And, <laughs> you know, putting the kids in bunk beds and saying goodnight. And the next morning, you know, they want to get right back outside in the snow. And so, yeah, uh, that's a that's a beautiful Christmas memory to me. That's pretty special. Now I'm I'm I may be totally wrong, but as you're talking about the snow skiing and cabins, do I remember that there was some kind of a odd thing that happened with bear and snow skiing at some point in time? Or am I just imagining that was him? Do you remember? What he I'm drawing a blank on that. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Is there, is there a certain story I'm, I'm, that you I may just, yeah. I may be thinking, I may be thinking of somebody else, so I won't even go into that story. But it was, it was, um, yeah, it was kind of an interesting story. I'll have to remember who that was. And, yeah. Now there is one you might ask Barry about, and that concerns some Holderman Mennonite carolers that. Uh, Barry could tell you about if you want to hear that story. Well, tell us about that one, Barry. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dear. You're uh, welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, after we lived there, I think it's two years in my grandmother's house, we moved out to the farm. My folks bought a place in town. And these carolers are teenage kids, and there's generally 15 to 30 of them, and they, they go around caroling, but you never know what time of day or night. They're going to show up, and they sneak into your place. And so all you hear is them singing, the most beautiful four-part harmony that you'll ever hear. And oh, it wow. happened. She, yeah, Victoria had warned me, you know, they'll be coming around, Barry. You need to be watching. And so the first, we were in Grandmother's house, and I heard the angelic singing, and I thought, well, either I'm going up or that's the Holloman Mennonite kids, and it was, the, it was their youth group. <laughs> next, the next year, we moved to the farm, had absolutely hardly any furniture in the house yet except my recliner and my reading light next to an 8 by 6 picture window with no curtains. Okay. So at 11, 11 o'clock, I hear the singing, and it's that group. And normally they're about 15, 20 feet away from your house, but they were plastered on the window. I knew every face I looked at because I didn't <laughs> really. I looked at them, but I, I knew if I did, I would know them, and they were neighbors. And they sang instead of two songs, they sang four because I'm sitting there in nothing but my underwear and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I sneak, I slide down in that recliner trying to, you know, get skinny and that ain't happening. And uh, Victoria has a blanket and she's over there waving the blanket going, I told you, you wouldn't listen to me. So you can just sit there. <laughs> and uh, gosh. That has followed me for all these years. And they still talk about the night they were at Barry Ward's house. Oh wow, wow, wow! I think that's as good as the uh, ski lodge story I was trying to remember. But that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I will, re- I will remember that Barry Ward. I will remember yeah, that. Okay. Will... Right. Oh, gosh. Most people well, talk those about kids will never. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they won't. I bet no, they, they won't. won't. <laughs> well, 
Oh, my goodness. Well, talk about caroling. This is this has always been a great song for carolers to sing. God rest ye, merry gentlemen. And uh, and again, how did you go about selecting the songs that you wanted for the album? Actually, I just sat down and just started writing songs down, and we we decided on twelve for the album. And I just kind of went with my favorite songs that I grew up singing in church every year, uh, growing up in our little town. Ta- our little town, and uh, I remember caroling a lot and singing most of these songs. And to me, it was taking taking me back home, back to a, a wonderful time. And so I guess yeah, that's, home for Christmas. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. And of course, Victoria. You know, I always run things by Victoria, and we talk about them. And that's just kind of what we came up with. Well, I would think yeah. the harder harder thing to do would be to eliminate some songs. You know, it's like there's so many great mm. Christmas songs, but yeah, this one is fantastic. Yeah, this well, was fantastic, so and and again, a great song for carolers to go around and sing. But this is Mr. Barry Ward's version. God rest you, merry gentlemen. It is from the album, Home for Christmas. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power When we were gone astray Oh, tidings of comfort and joy Comfort and joy Oh, tidings of comfort and joy From God our Heavenly Father Blessed angel came And unto certain shepherds Brought tidings of the same How that in Bethlehem was born The Son of God by name Oh, tidings of comfort and joy Comfort and joy, oh, tidings of comfort and joy. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power When we were gone astray Oh, tidings of comfort and joy Comfort and joy Oh, tidings of comfort and joy God rest ye, merry gentlemen. Barry Ward from his new album, Home for Christmas. We're chatting with Barry and his charming wife, Victoria. And we're taking a little walk down through Christmas memory lane. Um, I have a question 
about movies. Do you enjoy holiday movies? Each one of you, if you do, do you have a favorite that you make sure you watch every year? Yes. Yeah, we do. Um, it's a family tradition, The Grinch, who stole Christmas, ah. you know, the Jim Carrey ah. one. Ah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's just something that our kids are, they're like BJ's now 39, Hunter's 37, Sierra's 35, and it still is like, okay, we got to watch The Grinch. And we all just <laughs> gather around and corn, and we just try to make that a family tradition. That's one thing the kids keep asking for. So that's, that's what we fun. do. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. When you were, um, each of you, you know, youngsters before that, like that movie came out, was there anything that you remember watching when you were, when you were each kids? Oh, the one, it's a wonderful life. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember that one in white Christmas, uh, my parents. Uh, yeah. I, I remember watching it all the time. Yeah. And in my house, mm-hmm. it was, uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Yes. Uh, oh wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, you remember the little Charlie Brown tree and oh in yeah. Fact, yeah. You know, my mom would go ahead and have a big. We had. Do you guys remember the aluminum trees and they had the yes. moon? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we had. But my mother also the little had, color wheel. Yeah, the little color, color wheel. wheel, right? Oh my goodness. And uh mm-hmm. but my mom also would put up a little Charlie Brown tree, just this little twig of a tree with one single yep. red ornament. And uh so that kind of just become another tradition in our family, the little Charlie Brown tree. And we would love that's to fun. watch that Charlie Brown Christmas special. Well, that's such a great mm-hmm. soundtrack. I we we play the soundtrack to that show all the time. It's part of our part of our sounds of the season um uh, playlist here in the house. <laughs> Wonderful. That. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, now let's see, Victoria. Are there some favorite Christmas or even just winter or holiday foods uh, that your family demands um, that you prepare every year? <laughs> Besides, we're food. laughing Uh-oh. because oh Uh-oh. no, no, this is yeah. Uh oh. Uh, and that's why it's so funny when people think pie is a cookbook. I'm I like, started oh to my. say crew pie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, this is this is the truth, and I really wish I uh, had something. I feel like I am a horrible cook, and so my kids joke about they grew up just eating pork chops. That was all I could fix was pork chops. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at my house growing up, Beerox, my mother would make uh, kraut runzes or Beerox, you know, and that was kind of like our Christmas tradition growing up. But we, I am not a good cook, and so my kids are like, that's okay, Mom, we'll go out and eat. We're, we're good. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, what about you growing up? Anything your uh, mom made every year or grandma? Yeah, uh my grandmother was a homemade bread baker, and uh, mm. she always made that. But we lived, uh, growing up, about a half a mile from my grandparents, uh, about three-quarter mile from a set of uncle and aunt. And my other grandparents lived in town two miles. So I grew up with big family gatherings, and, and they, did it, they did it all, you know, traditional turkey, ham, cranberry sauce, mm. all 
gravy mm-hmm. and mashed potatoes and that's that's kind of how I grew up and uh mm-hmm. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a hunter so I usually would cook pheasant or uh venison or something for Christmas with our family so that was kind of a tradition but mm-hmm. uh, yeah I grew up in a time yeah mom was a great cook and I can still taste that stuff so <laughs> oh wow that. you never wow. know um now I'm curious about Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Did you have traditions on what you what you did on Christmas Eve Day and Christmas Eve versus Christmas Day? Anything? Uh, you know, we always open presents on early Christmas morning, basically sun up because mm-hmm. being on the farm and having cattle and we were out yeah. early anyway, so we had early. to take care of the cattle. Yeah. yeah. So we got, you know, being a farmer, I still fight that tradition of getting up early. Uh, but we would get up early, and they always had presents under the tree. And uh, just, I don't know if you remember, you're talking about trees and the illuminating light that rose, rolled. Uh, we had icicles. You remember those? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. We would, Absolutely. My sisters and I would just throw them on the tree. You know, we didn't really. Yeah, care. the tinsel, the heavy tinsel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And. I just remember some of that stuff that you don't see very much anymore. And growing up mm-hmm. with our kids then, because Barry's parents lived just two miles into town, my uh, parents lived 40 miles away in Dodge City, Kansas. So we got okay. to where we would have our own family Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. open up our presents. Mm-hmm. Then Christmas morning, we'd go to his folks. I have a big dinner and open presents there, and then that evening, travel over to Dodge City and have a little lighter supper. Mom would usually make soup or something and uh, open up presents there. So that really, and then see, on the 26th, we would leave and head to Colorado. Right. Yeah, right. head to so Colorado. We, yeah. yeah. All right. So we kind of just crammed it all in to, you know, those Christmas Eve and Christmas morning and Christmas night. Mm-hmm. With the family. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Interesting. How about? Um, yeah, I... uh, do you like fruitcake? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever got an answer? Yes. Affirmative to that. Some, somebody. Well, somebody's got to like fruitcake out there. I, I love. I love fruitcake. That's why I asked the question because I think my family and I are probably the only ones that do. But. Um, and and I know that the season of you know this is the fruitcake season, so <laughs> curious okay. on my own survey, you know whether you like fruitcake or not. <laughs> okay. oh, gosh. So Bobby Jean, would you actually eat the whole fruitcake, or would you save it and re-gift it next year? <laughs> oh no 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 no, we we would eat it. There was a particular fruitcake, and I think because it was so wonderful, then I didn't really have an aversion to fruitcake, oh, you know, in general. But it was a, a homemade fruitcake that um, a, a gentleman that my dad worked for, his wife, Amanda Billington, would make this fruitcake, and it would go to all staff. And it was absolutely delicious. And it was actually better if you let it um, sit. I think it had rum in it. If you let it, you, you didn't open it as soon as it was given to you. You waited a bit. And my sister-in-law, her dad also received, her family also received that fruitcake, and she decided she wanted the recipe and got it, and she made it for years and gave it 
to all of us as part of um, Christmas. And so we have a lot of memory sort of connected to it as well. But, um, yeah, it was just the most delicious fruitcake I've ever had. <laughs> so when do we flip this and ask you guys to share your, what was your tradition? Oh, it's all about you guys. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay, it's all about us. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I have a question for you. So, what is what is your Christmas going to be like this year? What will you be doing for oh, Christmas this year? It is going to be a little different again, but it's all good. Um, now, we never really get to see our daughter, Sierra, at Christmas. She is a whitewater raft guide, and she's cleared down in Terlingua, Texas. So, it's right outside wow. Big, yeah, Big Bend National Park. And so... You could basically say she's in the hospitality business. So families are doing their holidays in her area, and they if wow. the water's too low, right. So what I'm saying is that she works Christmas and Thanksgiving. So we get mm-hmm. together with Sierra usually in January and okay. uh, kind of, yeah. So this year, BJ, our oldest, is taking going to Christmas at his fiance's parents' house, and so our middle son Hunter has a buddy that I mean we we called Josh our albino son. He was just always there. <laughs> he, he's, uh, he was fairer complected than than us, so that's why he was the albino son. Uh, but he too would go to Horn Creek with us every year, and just was always there. Long story short, Josh invited. Hunter and us to come down to his place outside of Branson and have Christmas uh, with his family. So we well, have it. special. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we're going to spend it this year. Well, you know, Christmas memories, this time of year is just great to, to bring back memories. And, and many of us have lost family members. And, uh, and I think that makes it a special time to remember the times that we spent with, uh, in my case, my dad is gone. Uh, my mother is 94, and so she's still here, so we'll be doing something with her for Christmas. Mm. That's great. That's just great. To, Absolutely. You know, yeah, just to remember those great Christmas Christmases that we've spent with family over the years. Is, Absolutely. Uh, it's very special. Very, very special. Well, you guys are so great to have on the show and, and so much fun to visit with. We're going to have to do this again and not wait quite as long. And, oh, uh, we would love you know, that. Appreciate it. We don't want to wait until there's another prune pie book <laughs> out either, so we need to we need to get together. But uh, com is where they can go to buy your music and purchase your yep. book, Victoria. And, yes, uh, and I think I saw coffee. They can buy coffee there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I love pinion coffee out of New Mexico, and this comes straight out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. It is New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Um, we just repackaged it for right now, celebrating our 40th anniversary, and so it's a, in a black bag with Barry and I on the cover. Um, but I just, myself, truly, that's the only coffee I purchase. I, I love Pinion Coffee. There's no bite, no bitterness oh, wow. to it. And so uh, I've been carrying it for years, and 
that's another story. But it, uh, we, I've had it for years, and it continues to sell well, and so I'll, I'll keep doing it. There you go. There you go. Well, it's a great place to visit, BarryAwardMusic.com. You can pick up the albums, you can pick up the books, and you can pick up Kenyan coffee as well. And uh, we're going to wish you both a very, very Merry Christmas and the happiest of New Year's. And uh, I think one of the things that I was disappointed in in November in Albuquerque was the fact that this is my first year and you guys were not there. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. So we hope to run into you down the road somewhere. And uh, oh, and if you ever that. get to Nashville, yeah, if you ever get to Nashville, be sure and look us up. We'd love to visit with you. We'll do it. We'll do it. And thank you. We did have a booking that weekend. And uh, that the IMA, IWMA was meeting, and so we we'd like well we better make money than spend money on this one. So I understand. We, yeah, I understand. Yep. I understand. Well, wish you guys. Well, you guys. Uh, Merry Christmas. Well, thank you so much. And uh, you know we can't do a Christmas segment without playing this song, and that is a great way to end the segment. It's Silent Night. And Barry and Victoria, thanks again so much. We look forward to seeing you down the road and, again, wishing you both and your families the merriest of Christmases. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Bobby Jean, Merry Christmas. It's good to hear your voice. Merry Christmas,
Shouted out with glee Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer You'll go down in history Gene Autry and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
And uh, it's time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We'll be back in just a moment after this song by Michael Martin Murphy. It's called Christmas on the Line. old north wind Howling high up in the timber The only choir that I remember I was riding on the line One lone star Hanging over the horizon Like the one that left the wise men As they followed heaven's sign Snow cap Like silver bells ringing Christmas on the line Equestrian Legacy Radio Network from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt, and in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Miss Jingle Bells, Bobby Bell. Hello, Bobby. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> and we are going to jingling all the way. We're going to welcome to the show our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, who we have been missing for a couple of months. Hey, Robert. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. So glad to have you back with us. It's good to be back. I, had, you know, I, I knew this guy, and uh, 
Tennessee and used to have a radio show with him occasionally and this woman body <laughs> bell down in Albuquerque and you know, you don't call, you don't write, you know. <laughs> oh gosh. Well we've been missing you. We've been missing you. Yeah. 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 So how's your weather out in Washington? We talked earlier about the fact that they've got blue skies and beautiful weather in Albuquerque and we're getting rain here and we're almost seventy. What's going on out in Washington? Well, I've got about a foot of snow on the ground, and they're calling for another foot over the next day or so. Oh, Uh, It's going to be a white Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, I started to say, can you sing? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas or not. uh, Oh, buddy, that it is. I I checked my, 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 my Christmas ornament out on one of the little pines, and it's still there. So, <laughs> yep. Well, I was in Tennessee, you know what, uh, a month ago, just just, really? just shy of a month ago, I guess. Yep. Uh, went to uh, Pigeon Pigeon Forge. Yeah, Pigeon, Pigeon Forge. Forge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, my nephew got married, so I spent some time down there, and it was seventy then, and it was fabulous. Um, and then I came back here to snow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I'm sorry that I missed you. We were just about uh, three hours away from each other when you were in Pigeon oh, Forge. There you go. It was yeah. beautiful. It was just the, 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 the tail end uh, of of the fall color. Just a, There were just a few leaves left on the trees, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, we had a gorgeous fall in Tennessee this year. And it's, it's kind of funny, Robert, because we are we are warmer than normal right now. For December, mm-hmm. and uh, we are getting more rain than normal. I mean, I think they said we were going to get five inches of rain in the next few days. But oh, overnight last night, yeah, we live in an area where we've just got trees everywhere, and so we've had leaves that have been hanging on. But last night, between the wind and the rain, um, you can't even see a driveway. It's just covered with leaves. Out there. Wow, so much, wow. So much. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny, funny, funny. And then for Bobby, is, they Celeste don't get any doing? rain at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are we doing? Um, what are you doing for warm. Christmas? Well, that's staying a good here thing. In, in, in Spokane, staying warm by the fire. Um, I, ha- I I've been making making sawdust out in the mm-hmm. shop lately. I see that. Okay. See that. Yeah. 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 So I I wanted to make Celeste um, some shadow box things uh, to ha- hang on the walls, you know, and, and just, you know, with like layers, like a 3D kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and so I started making some, you know, just from places that we had been. So taking taking pictures from some of the places that we have camped together over the years and, and turning them into these shadow box things. I, I, I saw them someplace and I thought they're, oh, I saw them in Tennessee, I think. And okay. uh, they look kind of nifty. And so, so I said, well, I have a scroll saw. I can do that. <laughs> and, 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 and the scroll saw didn't work, so then I bought myself a laser. Um, and that does it really nice. And so I, wow. I've been... I've been I've been cutting mm-hmm. out these these wooden panel things, and I, I I put one on the social medias, on the Facebook, and uh, and some lady said it was really nice and offered to buy it, and there went Celeste's Christmas present. 
Oh, gosh. So, well, we so were I talking, need to make her more we now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking a little bit earlier about Christmas memories. And uh, you and Celeste have been married how long now? Uh, I think it's like close to 25 Uh-oh. years. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So Gone quick. do you have a special Christmas memory uh, over those 25 years? Is there a particular Christmas that was more special to you than others? They're all special and, and wonderful. Heck, you I don't very know what I had for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> You are very wise. <laughs> no, they're, they're all good. We, we've managed to be, be together for, for all of them. So so just thankful for that. Well, that's great. That is great. So what about as you were growing up as a child? Do you have a special Christmas memory as, as a child when you were growing up? You're just shooting for these memory things, I tell you. I am. Well, and that's, yes, that's what yes. happens at Christmas. You know, you have yeah. memories of Christmas's past. Yeah. Any special memories? Not that I can think of, no. I, I'm, a, I'm a live for the day kind of guy. Did you get a BB gun for Christmas? <laughs> Anything that you got special for Christmas I growing up? I still got both eyes. Uh, okay. So, no. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, Christmas Christmas was always a quiet day for us. It was always Christmas <laughs> Eve when we got together with family. Okay. And uh and then right. Christmas Day, Christmas morning was always always pretty 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 low key kinda. So yeah, it was always right. always Christmas Eve. We'd get together with all the you know, the, the grandparents and all the aunts and uncles and and, and cousins and whatnot. So, so yeah, no, I, I got no good stories for you. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. So, did yeah. you get up on Christmas morning and open presents, or or oh yeah, did Santa yeah, come yeah, to your house? Yeah, 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 Santa, Santa came. Um, you know, did the Christmas present thing and everything. But, you know, my my big my big thing was always the you know get together with all the all the uh, family members from. You know, from from all around, that was always the the yeah. best thing. You yeah. know, well, hey, let's face it, how, many, how many pairs of socks do you need? I <laughs> guess. <laughs> well, well, I think that getting together with family is is uh, the, probably the most important thing that we do, and uh, I, I and that has so. some of the most special memories. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll be we'll be on our own out here this this year. You know, since we, you know, flew in for. For, uh, for for the wedding there, but we kind of combined it into a, uh, a Thanksgiving, Christmas. You know, we got got together with everybody. It was a really quick quick what ten days. <laughs> you know, well, that's all over great. the place, Cincinnati, down down to um, Pigeon Forge is the Pigeon Forge was is right in the the foothills there, right in the in the Smokies, right, and then it, right. that big holiday town. And I'm trying to think of what the, the there's there's a little, I guess it's just Pigeon Forge that same general area. Well, you've got you've got Gatlinburg, which is the old town there. Yeah, and then not Pigeon Gatlinburg. Forge. Yeah, it's Pigeon, new. and then you've got Townsend. You've got Townsend, Tennessee. Okay. You've got um, you've got Sevierville, where Dolly Parton grew that up. That one. Yeah. That one. Okay. That All that's right. where the wedding was, and that was where we stayed, and then. 
you know, we, we drove through Pigeon Forge with, you know, all of the, the tourist stuff. And the traffic. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, and the traffic on the way to on the way to the interstate heading north, uh, but yeah, you know, and everything that that whole big stretch, what what a madhouse. So, well, the last but, time that I came through Pigeon Forge, I said I would not do that again because it took so long to go through that little strip. But yes. uh, but Gatlinburg is very cool, and um, okay. and I do. Have have to get back to Pigeon Forge because I've got to go to Dollywood. I have never been to Dollywood. Really? Yet. No, I have yeah. not. Huh. And, uh, wow. And, and I guess I need to do that. You know, I've got I, people that are friends of mine that have performed there. Yeah. 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 No, we we spent, you know, they have all the, the rental houses there in Sevierville. And so, mm-hmm. you know, all... Heavens, I don't know how many houses and full of family there were up on top of those hills. So we were just there there pretty much the whole time. And, you know, what's the deal with the goats on the roofs in Pigeon Forge? <laughs> I don't know. What were they doing? The, it was like a tourist attraction. Goats on the roof. They were just standing goats around? Goats on the roof in. Yes, they had, they had goat pens on, on roofs of several of the establishments. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Was, that, with a goat. was that an wow. area that was famous for having sawed houses at some time? I wouldn't necessarily have thought so, but goats on the roof, you think about that with sawed, sawed houses. I just I'm thought it was odd know. if I was looking for for uh-huh. for for good good oh. barbecue, and well, it was far <laughs> not enough south that we could have real sweet tea. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could. So yeah. so yeah. that that you ask for sweet tea here in Spokane, and they give you a weird look. Huh. You ask for sweet tea in the south, and you get something that's going to clog your arteries, and and that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I've had my wife had to adjust to sweet tea back here, although she grew oh, up she in Mississippi. Oh, she's not used to it. No, not in Utah. Oh, but uh, but but she did grow up in Mississippi, so she did remember sweet tea. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, going out to San Francisco and ordering uh, tea, and they mm-hmm. had no idea what sweet tea was. You know, it was like I mean, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, and then they throw a couple packets, uh, sugar packets at you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, I want to get oh. to a song from Riders in the Sky, and these guys are performing at the Grand Ole Opry uh, Saturday night at about 9.30. They're, they're regulars there. But I think if you go to their Facebook page, they have a contest that's going to where they're giving away free tickets for the show that night. Oh, so wow. Go to Facebook. Check that out. Yeah. There yeah. Is the, it a Christmas, Christmas show. concert? Cool. It's just a regular Grand Ole Opry appearance, but they're giving away free tickets, and that's a pretty good prize right there. But uh, this is a great song that they've done. It's called Corn, Water, and Wood, and we'll be back just a moment to talk more with the Trailmeister in just a moment. I was down the Arroyo gathering straight. You know, cowboys and cattle don't get holidays, and I should have been finished, except for one little guy 
who kept leading me farther away. He ran up on a mesa across the ravine, past the Indian ruins and a muddy red stream, and I stopped for a spell. Cause I was bone tired and I guess that I started to dream I saw three painted horses and three dark skinned men A mask made of clay with voices like wind Singing we seek the soul of all that is good We come bearing corn, water and wood Stop and behold, all that is good. Give thanks for the corn, water and wood. Now I'm an old trail hound, and I've always believed. That your boots and your saddle are all that you need. No miracles happen and no angels appear. But I swear, three men were standing there. I shook myself over. Had I been asleep, it's just three Pueblo children tending their sheep. And they yelled, Merry Christmas, as they brought me my stray. And their voices rang through the mesquite Singing, we seek the soul Of all that is good We come bearing corn, water and wood Stop and behold, all that is good Give thanks for the corn, water and wood We seek the soul of all that is good, we come bearing corn, water and water, and stop and behold, all that is good. Give thanks for the corn, water and One of my very, very favorite Christmas songs, Corn, Water, and Wood. That was Riders in the Sky from their album, I think, Christmas, the Cowboy Way. And we're chatting with our guest, Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister. So, Robert, I haven't been seeing you do much cooking lately. So talk to us a little bit about cooking for the holidays. (laughs) I just made sugar cookies last night. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight I'm going to try my hand at royal icing. Oh. So, so, well, this is this time of the year they have all the 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 Food Channel has the holiday cooking championships. And so I've been inspired. So mm-hmm. we'll see uh-huh. how icing goes. <laughs> how fun! So, uh, did you put up pictures on Facebook? I've been on your Facebook page. I didn't. I saw about your um, about the, your winter uh, wood project, but I did not see any pictures of cookies. 
You you did not. I haven't gotten around no. to it. I, actually, I don't know uh, that I did take any last night. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're so not much decorated time, yet? Yeah, that, they're that's not, true. Uh, they're not decorated. So you, by, by the time that they came out of the oven, it was it was bedtime, and I wasn't going to stay up to wait around. <laughs> I get that. Do you have an assortment of cookie cutters, then, that you're using? I do. You do? I do. So what are so some of, what are the some what are some of the shapes that you've got uh, in your collection? There's a little squarish type one and a little starish type thing and a little roundish type one. I don't know what they're called. They're just whatever is in <laughs> celestial cookie cutters. Of cookie cutters. So, yeah. so if uh-huh. I were to send you a collection of things like a horse and You know um, I don't have a horse. A, and a boot and um, goodness, I have a we have a whole little collection that we sell at outwestshop.com of oh cookie cutters, and it sounds to me like maybe Robert needs some. Perhaps so we like he does. Yeah. Yeah. So will you will you um, private message me your mailing address, please? Well, have a yes. It's like Christmas on the radio. <laughs> I can definitely, I will definitely do that. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Robert. Merry Christmas to me. Have some this season. Yeah, Merry and Christmas. And of course, you, you can make, you know, uh, cut out cookies year round. I even have, we have hearts and we have a little truck with a heart on the back of it, I think. And, you know, so. Oh, my. <laughs> so let's there see. I'm go. thinking that Bobby sends you cookie cutters and you send her. Cut out cookies in exchange for the cookies. Yeah, you know, that's a pretty good deal. I have heard that they that they uh, they travel pretty well. So yeah, they, they do. do. And yeah. even and even yeah. if they are broken, they're tasty. You know. Exactly. I, I think we've got a trade going here. Ah, uh, uh, Do you have some favorite foods though, Robert? That you do like to do, or Celeste uh, that you do like to do at holidays? You mean holiday specific type type food? Well, yeah. No, you know, like what do you like if you were at home? What would you do Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? Uh, usually, tur- the, just the usual. So turkey, the ham. Turkey, you know, the, ham. Okay. Yeah, turkey, ham. We you got to have green bean casserole. It's not a holiday without green bean casserole. <laughs> You know. True enough, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big fan of roasted Brussels sprouts, actually. Oh, delicious. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. My wife's you been do doing those yet? lately. Yeah. Do you My do wife's them with been bacon? doing those lately. Yes. You, you have to, you have to, and I guess you can make them, you know, if you coat them with, uh, like, olive oil, but a little bacon grease, mm. coat them with that. Some, mm-hmm. some salt and pepper, and then roast them until they're good and charred on the edges. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. might Delicious. be good eats. That is yeah. good eats. So, yeah. Yep. And you know, this time of the year, of course, is, is you know, pumpkin pie season. And mm-hmm. so I've been, been making a few pumpkin pies. I, 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 you know, I like pumpkin pies quite a bit, I guess. I really like making the, the, uh, the pie dough. That's that's kind of therapeutic. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> so I have not quite figured out how to do that in camp. You know, in su- summer, the, nothing is it would be quite cold enough to 
it'd be melted butter and oil, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, and yeah, it's it's pumpkin season, I guess. You know, don't I never quite understood the the pumpkin pie latte at Stop Starbucks, but certainly pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread are, are, are staples this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, um, let's talk about Ruger and um, your animals. Do you do anything? Do they get a special treat at the holiday time? Yeah, Celeste is really good about, you know, their their their, their holiday meals and whatnot, you know, the, the, the warm mashes and things like that on these cold days. And, you know, me, ah, throw them some extra hay and call it good. So, but, but Ellie, I, she's... She she's been getting snacks almost every day. She broke a tooth. Oh wow! I saw. I yeah. saw that you. Mm, yeah, so tell us I, about that. Yeah, so she broke a tooth, and the soonest uh, our vet could get her in to to pull said tooth is this coming week. Uh, so every day she gets she gets her 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 mouthwash. Uh, which she hates, but I I bribe her with 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 sweet feed and and, and the high test hay. So <laughs> so we're going through that right now. But you know we're having this this next round of snow come in, and I have to tell you I'm kind of concerned about uh, taking the 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 big truck out with the trailer, you know, down snowy roads mm-hmm. off our mm-hmm. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. But I've, I've floated this idea to Celeste. We'll see where it goes. If the weather's really bad, the vet is only three, four miles away from us, and I can get there on a back road. I may just saddle up Ruger and Pony, Pony Ellie and, and call it a pack trip. Pony Ellie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so, like a plan. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that one goes, but I don't want to take a big dually truck out on, uh, on, a, on a snow road with hills it just doesn't seem like a good time to me (laughs) yeah yeah that would be kind of tough that would be kind of tough yeah that's that's the bad things about you know being where winter sticks around is you know driving in the in the snow and i've never had i've never had to do uh a vet trip uh in the snow they you know they always come out but they they can't they can't pull a tooth here it has to be at, at their surgery so ugh. really mm-hmm. yeah wow. yep he did Surprise. not feel comfortable doing it here in the barn wow so Surprise. Surprise. so yeah so well, well if, if you see pictures on facebook of, of me riding ruger point ellie through the snow you'll know why now <laughs> we'll look forward uh. to that we will look forward to that. Yeah. So as so, as we're rolling into as we're rolling into 2023, where can we find the Trailmeister as we roll into the expo season this year? Well, I will be back in Denver, uh, which will be fun. You know, last year my my truck froze on the way there, um, so I'm not going to take the truck this year. I, I will take the Subaru. Uh, mm. But I'll be back in Denver, uh, and then I will be at the uh, National Backcountry Horseman um, Rendezvous in Kalispell, Montana. Uh, oh wow! Um, 
Yeah, kind of excited. You know, it's kind of nifty that they asked me to, to come come during that, so that will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and get a load of this. I was just <laughs> asked yesterday to come up to uh, come up to go up to British Columbia. I think it was April Mayish. I got to look at the thing to be a judge at a packing clinic competition. Wow, how neat so, is that? Yeah. I I think I am the worst person in the world to be a judge for such a thing, <laughs> but I'm more than willing to go give it a whirl. So, I mean, oh, packing, that everybody has their own thing, and, and they're right and everybody else is wrong. So who am I to wow. think somebody else is doing well, it wrong? <laughs> well. but, so when but, is the Rocky Mountain Horse thing. Expo? When is the Rocky Mountain Horse Expo? That's in Denver last, January? Last weekend of February. February, okay. Yep, okay. last weekend. Right. So when it's really cold and nasty and nobody wants to do anything, what a great time yeah. to go go in, to in, into the thing. So, yep. Yeah. I mean, that ought to be a yeah. good time. You know, it's we've been there, what, uh, twice, I guess, and it's always, always been a good time. So looking forward to going yeah. there. It's a nice way to kind of kick off the year. Um, and let's see, what else? What other ones? You know, Gary, off the top of my head, I I, I don't know. Those those are the big ones. Uh, okay. Uh, got the Expo here in Washington, of course, so I'll be back there. Uh, you know, the the Expo, the 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 Trail Ride Expo in Nebraska, that that's not going on this year or next year. They 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 they're shutting that one down for a year. So hopefully that wow. one will come back. That was always a fun one. And and I and then well Kansas asked me to come and I would have loved to have gone and visited them again but it was on the same day of something else that I don't remember off the top of my head. So so yeah. Okay. Next year's going to be here before. It's just hard to believe that it's already December, you know. But next year's going to be here before we know it as well. Well, it is. It's it's like I don't know what happened to twenty twenty two. I just had learned to write twenty twenty two. So, <laughs> yeah, you know that that'll be 2023. So it's, it's interesting. Exactly, it's interesting. time time flies, and it just seemed like th- with this year, you know, it, it was a for us it was a very cold, very very wet spring, and it just seemed like winter lingered, you know, up until June, and then then once June hit, uh, you know, then it got real busy real fast, and now there's snow on the ground again. It's unreal. Yep. I don't know. I, I always I always was told that the older you get, the quicker time goes. I have heard so that I, as well, I, but I choose not to believe it. I think they're right. I think they're absolutely <laughs> right. So, anyway, anyway. Well, we're looking forward to visiting with you and find out a little bit more about some of your exploits these last couple of months. And uh, and let's plan on doing that in January when it's Sounds really like cold plan. and snowy. When it's really Yay. cold and snowy. And you yeah. can tell us all about 70 degrees in, in Tennessee. Or what, what will it be in Tennessee? And, and what's your normal tempi- in January, January temperature? Yeah. Uh, we, we're usually in the 40s. In the 30s, 40s. 40s. Yeah. I'm not going to see 40 you know, until March. Wow. Wow. Well, that's Bobby, one, one good reason you? to live in the South, you know. 
Well, it's, you know, we're kind of in the, at night it's, you know, it's a desert. I mean, at night we're cold, and then daytime is sort of 40s, 50s-ish, you know. Yeah, and we get get, get into the freezing below. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this time of year I I think that, uh, you know, Phoenix, Tucson sounds really, really good. Look attractive, (laughs) don't they? That they do. That oh, you, you see pictures from the snowbirders, you know, this time That's of the year right. down down in the deserts, and, and just wish you were that there. That is with right. Them. <laughs> that is right. Well, we want to wish you and Celeste a very very merry Christmas and the happiest of New Years. Uh, and thank uh, you. you too. Yeah, and you'll have to get her another <laughs> shadow box or two before Christmas gets here. I'm going to have to get a- out there and start making sawdust again. Yes. <laughs> Um, no, I have yeah. a I have a I have a quick question for you, Robert. Of course. Um, you offer something that is could be a tremendous Christmas gift to listeners out there, and um, I think it's on Amazon and it's um, probably on your website. And do you want to say a little something about that fabulous book that you wrote? Oh, that, that yeah, you had that fabulous every... lead up, and I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> Yes, the book would make a fabulous gift fabulous. for for all of your your horse riding and horse camping friends, and you can find it on Amazon. It's the ABCs of trail riding and horse camping. But thank you uh, so gosh. much for bringing that up. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh! Well, while we're bringing up books, give us your website as well for Trailmeister. Trailmeister.com, T-R-A-I-L-M-E-I-S-T-R.com. It's the largest guide to horse trails and camps in the world. And uh, not only horse trails and camps, and the best. but also, also I, I like to think so. And the best. Uh, yeah. And the best, exactly. So, But, yeah, all sorts of places where to go and then tips to make those trips uh, even better. So, so yeah, so you'll, you'll, you'll find that there. Give us a visit. There you go. So visit the website and visit him on Facebook. He's always got great information there as well. So, again, very, very Merry Christmas to you and Celeste, and a happy, happy New Year. Look forward to talking to you in January. Thanks so much. Looking forward to it. You guys take care. All right. Thanks, Robert. This is One Bright Star, Eli Barcy. We'll be back in just a moment. Bring 
Eli Barcy with her song One Bright Star So Bobby it was fun talking with Barry and Victoria today And uh, and finally to have Robert Eversole back on the show Great to have him I back. know we Yeah we haven't talked to Robert in a long time No we haven't But uh, talking about All these Christmas memories Give us one of your Favorite Christmas memories growing up Oh my goodness um, when we, when we lived in Jersey, um, uh, in the early sixties, late fifties, early, very early sixties, my, my dad was Santa in the basement and we were not allowed to go down there at all. There was a big sign on the door and, um, Christmas Eve night, they hung an army blanket, an old, you know, gr- that green sort of color army blanket at the top of the stairs and we were not allowed we lived in a split level we were not allowed to um go down down stairs from our bedrooms until that blanket came down came down and so um yeah so christmas eve um i'm the youngest of three so i i was always the most anxious and my brother, who's about four years older than me, um, he would let me come into his room and he would read me uh, the Christmas Carol. And we would just wait for that blanket to come down. <laughs> wow. Um, and I was probably six, five and five and six. We moved from there when I was seven. So, five, you know, that was like, like my memory of five and five and six. Um, oh, wow. What about you? Well, you know, I can remember, um, and I and I may have shared this in the past, but I can remember is, and I'm the oldest of three, so I can remember, 
and of course my dad was in the retail business. He had the old five and 10 cent stores. Mm-hmm. So it was always working on Christmas Eve. We worked until like nine or 10 o'clock at night, letting people come get mm-hmm. their Christmas so they could come celebrate Christmas. Right. So it was always right. late when uh, Santa Claus was coming and getting things ready. So I can remember helping mama uh, put out Christmas gifts, you know, on Christmas Eve after mm-hmm. the brothers mm-hmm. were asleep. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that was kind of a fun memory. And uh, and I yeah. think probably my favorite Christmas gift uh, was a bicycle that I got one year. And so I mm-hmm. remember Christmas morning getting that bicycle out and riding up and down the driveway and, <laughs> and then being so sad because then we had to leave like around noon to go visit family in Nashville, you know, and leave uh-huh. all of our toys behind. Oh, that, that's behind. one of my favorite, mm-hmm. yeah, one of my favorite memories is helping to set out yeah. the, the gifts for the younger brothers and then riding that bicycle. Um, you know, Christmas a, is so special. We had a nativity set that, you know, slowly grew over the years. My my parents um, started with it. It said on the bottom of it, made in Japan, it was um very special, and we treated it with great reverence. And it was um, like uh, occupied Japan, like my dad, like right after the war. And yeah. um, it ha- and it was the, the central, you know, the central family and the three kings. And um, then over the years, pieces, you know, got added, and it always went under the tree. And my sister and I always put it out, and we'd use boxes and things to create different levels. And then we had a green cloth. So it didn't really look like grass, but a green, a green cloth that we draped over the boxes and we would decide, you know, is the family going to be in the middle or will the family be on the left and everybody's traveling from you know right to left or, and, um, and then every year, my sister's nine years older than me, every year we would go to actually Kresge's or, um, Ben Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. And we would look for a new nativity, a piece we could add. And so, um, and then we would just put it there um, Christmas Eve day during the day. And we would wait for people to try to figure out what's the new, is it a goat or is it a sheep or is it a new character? (laughs) And, um, and that was, that was, that was something my sister and I did together. And that was great fun. And I still have, I have the family nativity set and I put it out every year with great, um, with great memories as I do it. And I leave it up oh, really wow. long. I mean, Merry Christmas. We should be saying it all year long. Christmas. All year long. It doesn't just go back well, in the box, you know. So my positivity stays up a really long time. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it, it yeah. comes out for a short period of time, really, it seems like. And then and then it's gone too soon. People are in a hurry to put mm-hmm. away their Christmas. Yep. After we've Christmas. waited all year to put it out, you know. And it anyway. goes so fast. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a song that the Sons of the San Joaquin did. It's a beautiful song. And uh, we talked a little bit about home and Christmas earlier with Barry Ward. This is one called I'll Be Home for Christmas. We're going to listen to a couple of songs back in just a moment on Saddle of America. Christmas 
Christmas from the Western Swing Authority, and before that, it was I'll Be Home for Christmas with the Sons of San Joaquin. And uh, so you and Jim are going to do what for Christmas this year? Oh, we're going to um, enjoy a day here at home, (laughs) home for Christmas, (laughs) a day without having, you know, a day together here. Um, Jim will cook something wonderful we have um, tea planned December 23rd with two really, really dear friends at the St. James Tea Room, and that's sort of part of our Christmas celebration. Um, oh, that's and cool. I And I work there on the 24th. I love to work on the 24th. I love to serve the public on the 24th. So um, wow. I'm looking – I really enjoy – always, always have all my years in retailing – I figured this year is like my 44th year of serving the public at Christmas time. And I love it. It's the most, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Time of the year. I knew um, you were going to say that. Yep. (laughs) 
So I, I, I enjoy, I, I enjoy every day of it. So, um, yeah, but then we kind of look forward to the 25th and we spend a lot of time on the phone with family, um, on the 25th. So, yeah. 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 Well, it's a little bit different for us this year. Um, because, uh, of, of course, for the last couple of years that Mary Kay and I have been married, we've had children in the house, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. which is totally different for me because I was, like, single for 14 right. years. So it's, like, right. you know, different. But yeah. this year, there will be no children in the house. So uh, we'll go and see my mother, and we'll probably go visit one of my daughters and, and some of the grandkids and the great-grandson. Yeah. And, and yeah, that will be yes. that will be fun. But uh, outside of that, I think we'll just kind of enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. I think she's really mm-hmm. looking forward to that, and I am as well. So, and mm-hmm. tonight she's making Christmas cookies. I was listening to oh, uh, Robert fun. talk about sugar cookies, <laughs> so we'll have yeah, sugar yeah. cookies made tonight. So it's it's a, it's a great great time well and i saw the um, pictures that you put up of your tree and all you, you know so much of your home is you know <laughs> is definitely getting ready for the season i still have thanksgiving things up in my home we we've hardly done anything uh, for gosh. christmas yet <laughs> well she's a pretty good decorator and uh and yeah, i haven't taken a yeah. picture yet of the uh dining room table that she's got all decorated and the plates mm, are already out nice. and the cloth napkins yeah. are on it sure lovely she's a pretty good yeah. decorator but we'll yeah. we'll probably get a picture of that before it's over with. I want to get to two more songs real quickly. Uh, we may not even have time for two songs. I think we'll get to one song real quickly. But I do want to tell you this, because um, the next two weeks we'll be doing rebroadcasts of some great shows. And, uh, and, and a lot of people are aware of the fact that I've had cataract surgery so i've got one more cataract surgery and that's scheduled for next week so we'll be rebroadcasting the show and the only stinking day that the uh surgeon does the surgery is on thursdays mm-hmm. so we'll be rebroadcasting but i do want to tell you what a pleasure it has been to have you part of the family for the last seven or eight years and uh, looking forward to many many more of those and want to wish you and Jim the merriest of Christmases. And, uh, of course, we'll be together again before the Happy New Year comes. But I want to wish you guys both a Merry Christmas. Well, thank you so much, Gary. It's been a pleasure to, um, you know, be the sidekick all of these all of these months. I can't believe how many years it's been, how many interviews we've done. Uh, you think I don't about know how it. many interviews. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. probably about uh, 350 is going to be my guess. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it's been del- it's been a delightful ride. Thank you so much, and the best of well, um, Christmases to yeah, you to and count. Mary Kay as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're going to close out the show today with one of Mary Kay's songs. This is one that she.
Show. 